0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets.
1: Hi, everybody. Cheryl Kay from Unleashed. I'm back from my around the world in 180 days, and I have a surprise for all of us today. I have a co-host, my dear friend, Jerry. Jerry, say hi. 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 And uh, we're just going to talk today and get acquainted, and I promise I'll be back. We're going to do this regularly, and uh, we'll tell you about our own experiences with pets in life. And... uh, you know, I thought it would be good for Jerry to let, you know, to give you a little insight in who she is and some of the pets that she's had. So, Jerry, take the phone. And
0: so, actually, you, you might hear one of my pets. Yeah, uh, this is, uh, Marty's in the background, and he's, uh, he's an older dog that I have about two years now. Uh, he's a shelter dog, maybe between, my uh, I thinks maybe eight to ten years. Originally, we thought he was a black lab, but he's probably a mix between a black lab and some kind of hound. Uh, and He's just a, a sweet old guy. He's been a, a little bit of a challenge, but he, he's so worth it. And I think that your listeners are really, it's just a wonderful idea to adopt an older dog. So I'd like to hopefully encourage your listeners to do that. He he's, He's just grateful, and um, I think these dogs that are a little older just want to feed you, and they work hard at doing that. So
1: Yeah, I love older dogs, especially, you know, when the owner is older. I mean, unless you're like, you know, 22 years old, because yeah. dogs could, you know, I had a collie that was 13 years old. I had a poodle that was 16. You know, an older dog, especially if their owner surrendered and you know a little bit about them, they come with somewhat of um, experience. Sometimes they are somewhat trained. I mean, you know, as far as all the commands about stay, sit, no, and all of that. I think that's hard
0: to expect that they're going to be very well trained. A lot of the sheltered dogs, a lot of them have gone through some difficult times. Marty was at the shelter here in Virginia Beach. On and off for almost two years. I think because he's got some skin issues going on. So he can have a a, a little, he can be a little bit of an expense. The older dogs at Best Friends where I volunteered a couple of times. These dogs are are not the best trained dogs, but they're, they're loving dogs. And they're, they're just so wanting to please. (laughs) They're very grateful. Oh, definitely.
1: Definitely. I
0: think. So I think the the biggest thing to understand with an older adoption is to keep your expectations so reasonable with these animals. You you don't know what they've been through, and many times they have been neglected. They feel kind of well. You know what I was tell? I think I was telling you the story that Marty didn't bark for almost a year. He, he just didn't know how to be a dog. Oh,
1: that's sad. Because that's and, how they um, express themselves besides their the tails. Dog,
0: he, he was in the shelter for so long that he forgot what it was like just to be a happy dog. And for the first almost a year, this dog never barked at all. And now, as I said, don't be you surprised. You can't get him to not. Well, he'll stop. But don't be surprised if you do hear him barking in the background because he's he's looking for some attention and he knows that he can get it now and I think that maybe that might be the the best joy is that he's barking because he knows he's going to be listened to right um,
1: but you I take him for a lot of walks during the day you're not one of. You're not an owner who just lets him out to pee in the backyard and come in. You walk him, right? No, no, he's a big dog, so
0: he needs the exercise. But I happen to be a person that likes to walk a couple of miles a day, so this dog was a good fit for me. And that's another thing I think that your listeners have to zoom in on when they when they go to adopt a dog. You know, it has to be the right fit, so so the dog doesn't go back to the shelter. So. If you're not a very energetic person that's going to walk two or three miles a day, you don't get a 70, 80-pound dog that needs to really exercise. Get a smaller dog, and you'll have, you know, you know your personality. I think that, you know, our animals kind of
1: reflect our personality. And it's very healthy to walk the dog. Because I think it was, I don't know where I saw it, probably online somewhere or on the news. This one man was so heavy, his doctor told him, if you want to live, get oh, a dog yeah. and you better walk. And he, I mean, you know, now he's on another dog. But he walked for years and he lost a tremendous amount of weight. Plus he got out. Plus he met people. Because it's saw- socializing.
0: I think I read that story online. I agree. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing what a pet can uh, can bring to your
1: life. Yeah, Absolutely. That you live longer when somebody counts on you. When you when they know you're coming home and yes. you know you're yes. coming home. I mean, yes. they have mugs that say, not tonight, I have plans with my dog. <laughs> I mean, it's real. It's a real relationship. Who doesn't want to cuddle up on their couch with their pet? Now, now I have, you know, uh, two cats. I have Daniel Boone, the main coon who I shaved as a Marine because he was just so matted and knotted. And I do brush him twice a day, but they have so much hair. First, I thought it was the rug, you know, laying on the rug. Then the rug is gone. Then I couldn't understand why it was the floor. And what I think it is, this last year, I wasn't able to have him groomed.
0: Uh, But every other year,
1: I get him shaved twice a year. And I'll tell you, I looked at him like today, and it's like his hair is growing back overnight. And this happened months ago. He was a Marine for a long time, but now it's growing back, so now we could resume brushing. And, you know, brushing an animal, they love it. I mean, even cats love it. I mean, they'll follow. I show them a brush like you use the C-O-O-K-I-E. I I just have to say brush. And right. <laughs> they wait, you know. And of course, he's got more hair, so he gets more time with the brush. But they absolutely love it.
0: Now, do they like baths too, a
1: uh, cats? Well, they don't like baths, but you they know, don't like I'm a little okay. stronger than they are. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 the Body sink is matter. a little higher. Cause I do it in a kitchen sink. I've done it. You know, they're like yeah. frozen in space. Their arms get outstretched and you can't move them. But I happen to have a double sink so I can have the water run on the right. And with the plastic, like a little cup, I wet them. And then once the water goes off and you, you know, you could brush them a little or use a comb and I dry them. That's fine but it's just like a dog you know they you know you wrap them up with the towel but i saw someplace that the key to bathing a dog if they're a hard sell and you know they have these oh new you call comp- me this i think peanut butter on the wall inside oh, the bath the shower me. that yeah, is brilliant I, that is a great idea uh and and, and hopefully your be- animal isn't allergic to nuts
0: no that's <laughs> That would be a problem, and that's really a great gimmick to get them to stay still at least long enough so you can lather them up. Marty's big, so I'm lucky. I take him to a self wash here in Virginia Beach, and I could just walk him into the tub, breath them, bend down. Right, over the right. Uh, my friends last uh,
1: night were telling me there's one, there's one around here, and it's even raised, so it's more comfortable. It's like oh yeah, you know, like ten dollars, fifteen dollars, out.
0: It's so wonderful. Whoever wants to start a great little business, that's the business to be in. Those self-care dog and pet yeah, watches. groomers. I, I like a walk-in groomer. It's great. Yes, yes, it's great. It's absolutely great business. I think more and more people are comfortable having their pets for long periods of time. I think that. I think that is a great industry to be in. And I think that's you, a, you know a, they
1: have these. Uh, I don't know, Buttons and Bows or some kind of... They have all catchy names, but it's a huge van, like a food truck van, you know. But they come to your house and they do it inside the van.
0: Oh, yes. I've seen a mobile pet grooming van around here as well. Again, it's just uh, anything to make that companion, your animal companion, a little easier to take care of. There's no stress. I think that's so important. And to keep it reasonable because... The mobile pet groomers don't have the expense of the, you know, brick and mortar building. So they're so reasonable as opposed to maybe bringing, you know, your pet to an, an independent groomer at, at a, a shopping center. So there are lots of yeah, different they, ways And, and they're expensive. That. I mean, for
1: Daniel, he was yeah.
0: $60. Yeah, and exactly. Exactly. So people get frustrated sometimes with the cost of owning a pet, but a little bit of research, you can find some reasonable alternatives. So that's very important. So
1: that's Marty. Yeah. Well, I think on that note, we're going to take a break for a commercial with our sponsor. Be right back.
0: Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
1: If you've ever shared your home and heart with a charmingly naughty animal who's always up to mischief, you'll fall in love with the Klepto Kitty who stars in Talk to the Paw by Melinda Metz. Talk to the Paw is a funny, heartwarming novel about a single girl, a single guy, and MacGyver, an adorable tabby cat with a not so adorable habit of stealing from the neighbors. Talk to the Paw is on sale now everywhere books are sold. Visit kensingtonbooks.com for more info.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: We're back. And, you know, I just wanted to remind you that my new co-host, Jerry, is here. And she had an experience in Utah I really think that you would find interesting. Jerry, you want to tell them about your time in Utah? Oh, you're
0: talking about the best Friends Animal Sanctuary in Kanap, Utah. This is a phenomenal facility. If your listeners would just Google the uh, Best Friends Animal Sanctuary, they will have an opportunity to see the country's largest no-kill animal sanctuary. Uh, It's been around for about 30 years. It's a great, great opportunity to learn about how you can not only Adopt animals through them, but volunteer to take care of these animals. They're a huge sanctuary, not only for dogs and cats, birds. The first year I volunteered there, I volunteered with dogs. And they had, I think, I want to say about 250
1: dogs. But they adopt also. You can adopt from them also. Yes, you can.
0: You can. But, But
1: working there, you are on a waiting list
0: yes to volunteer they would not be able to run that facility without volunteers volunteers come from all over the world to schedule time at best friends animal sanctuary it's a beautiful sanctuary in the south i think that's the southeast corner of utah uh, the facility really was the The dream of a handful of friends, I want to say five or six friends, you can get the story online if you Google it. Five or six friends about 30 years ago just were set on establishing a place where animals could be safe without having the threat of being put down in in most of the shelters around the world that were put down. And that was their dream and slowly... They acquired land in Utah and established this sanctuary. is a, a beautiful area. Uh, now, do they beautiful. do they
1: get a lot of animals adopted out of there? Is it successful with their oh adoptions?
0: Because I know they people come, like, on a Sunday
1: day. afternoon, even if they're not looking. I mean, people come just to see.
0: Oh, people come from all over. Because my I friend
1: Victoria lives near there, and, she, and she, she's been George, there maybe three or four times. She likes um, to go there.
0: Yes. And the last time I was there, I worked with rescue horses. They have facilities that are thousands of acres in this area. And they require hundreds of volunteers at a time. So this is a, a wonderful opportunity for anyone who loves animals. To go online and they walk you through what you have to do to apply to volunteer First there. First thing is
1: no allergies.
0: Well, um, well, that would help unless you want to take some allergy medication. I guess you could. I mean, sometimes you know it's so funny. I've always had pets. I've had I in the past. I've had cats. I've had dogs. I've had iguanas. We've had guinea pigs. We've had rabbits. And at different times, sometimes I think I react, I have some congestion, I could have a reaction, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty easily remedied with over-the-counter allergy medications with that. But if you have an allergy to cats, you just could say that you you don't want to work with cats, you want to work with with dogs or birds. I think that was the biggest surprise to me was how wonderful the birds were to work with. Uh, you and mean, how, they have parrots, right? Oh, that was, I was going to tell you, Cheryl. That was very interesting to me. Because they live a
1: very long time, parrots. That's
0: exactly right. That's I the
1: thinking. key. They could outlive you.
0: And they now they're using
1: the- them for, uh, for soldiers that have, uh, you know, uh, symptoms of post traumatic stress. Yes. Yeah, I think there's a uh, there's a facility or some place in California that because they are very social birds, and these veterans go in there and they take care of, or they just hang out with them, or they know them. Birds are smart. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. animal. You know, many animals are smart. But, they are, and it really does help them. And um, I think there's also a place in Canada. That also has, you know, because when, you know, if the person dies, these birds, first of all, unless you know, you know, parrots like that, and some of them are huge, you know, they're just not for show to take a picture with. They require a lot of attention and they live, could live 75, 50, 75 years.
0: Oh, yes. 75, 80 years. This is, this was a surprise to me. I didn't realize. and, And that was why they had such a high number of birds in the animal sanctuary that required so much work and so much attention. And it really was heartbreaking because people did take them into this country and not realize the amount of time and how long they live and the amount of effort to take care of them. And then they released them. So Best Friends gets them into the sanctuary. And of course it's a no-kill facility so whatever animal they take in, that animal is going to be there until that animal uh, passes away. So Or is adopted. is adopted. Or is adopted. And they do a lot of adoption. They were the organization, I think 2020 did this show on them, that they took in Michael Vick's dogs, the pit bulls. And they were the organization that... Rescued those animals and was able to rehabilitate a good percentage of those animals that they were adopted out They are called the victory dogs after the name Michael Vick and they have a wonderful documentary about the victory dogs about the work they put into rehabilitating these wonderful animals that were adopted out so Best Friends is a wonderful place to visit. It's a wonderful place to support.
1: It's on my bucket list, but I'd work with the dogs and and another time with the horses. I mean, I I have cats. I mean, I love cats. Unless they're big cats. Do they have big cats?
0: No, no, no. They don't have wild animals. These are all domestic animals. Even one year, I had to work. Well, I didn't have to. I volunteered to work in the back with the rabbits. I couldn't believe... How many rabbits that oh, must have been? <laughs> there were a lot of rabbits in the back. The wild, the, uh, the few wild animals that they care for are injured and are brought into the facility, but that's a very small portion of the property.
1: They have vets on hand and whatnot? Oh or- God,
0: the medical facility, the hospital, is state of the art. As I said, I would encourage anyone to Google it. You'll see the history behind this organization, where your donations go, the amount of work they they put into taking care of these animals. Then this was another thing. Even if the animal was an older animal, uh, again, it's a no-kill facility, so some animals there are a long time, those animals are still socialized every day. We take them out, we socialize them. They work with trainers every day, whether the animal is eight or ten or twelve that dog is still learning and still uh being good. god bless them they're wonderful they, they really are wonderful so i look forward to going back sometime this year in uh, 2018
1: all right hold that thought jerry we'll be right back after a sponsor
0: okay time to call off the dogs we'll be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors Let's Talk Pets.
1: Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio.
0: PetLifeRadio.com.
1: We're back and we're going to um, close now with this show. I hope to see you back again. Jerry, say hello and goodbye. I have
0: enjoyed it so much. I hope to do it again. Uh, I Marty, hope so too Is Marty there? He's, he's there but he's busy with the phone right now Good. So I'm not sure he's going to say goodbye But I'll say goodbye for Marty And uh, wish your listeners a wonderful day And talk again And we'll see them next
1: time Thank you everybody I want to thank Mark our producer And remember to live life unleashed See you next time Bye bye
0: Let's Talk Pets Every week on demand